0: and crying out with a loud voice saying salvation belongs to a God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. Salvation belongs to Ooh. our God
1: who sees upon the throne to the Lamb
0: praise now, that your kingdom may prosper in us and through us, everywhere we go, for it is in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Okay, we take our hymns, our hymn. Oh, my comrades, see the signal
2: waving in the
0: sky, you know it now okay so let's go let's go
1: okay
0: seated. You may be seated. We read from First Corinthians 15, verse 20, from verse 20 to 28. But now, Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since death came through a man, the resurrection of the dead also comes through a man. For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ all will be made alive. But each in his own order, Christ, the first fruits; afterward at his coming, those who belong to Christ. Then comes the end when he hands over the kingdom to God the Father, when he abolishes all rule and all authority and power. Verse 25. For he must reign until he puts all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy To be abolished his death. For God has put everything under his feet. But when it says everything is put under him, it is obvious that he who puts everything under him is the exception. Verse 28 When everything is subject to Christ, then the Son himself will also be subject to the one who subjected everything to him so that God may be
2: all and in all. Can somebody say amen to that?
0: Father, breathe your life into your word. Empower us by your spirit to rise up in this day and time. To cause your kingdom to be glorified on the earth. For it is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The mystery of the everlasting kingdom of Christ was first revealed through the prophet Isaiah, who said, in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6 For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counsel,
2: the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Verse 7.
0: Of the increase of his government, and peace there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this amen now let us carefully note what we are told here in verse 6 Because it pertains to you and I. The child that was born took our nature in order to become one with us. The son that was given became God with us so that the nature of God and the nature of man can fully coexist in man. It is an important revelation everyone who walk, wants to walk on this highway to heaven this is what I call the full restoration of the divinity
2: in humanity but stop
0: for a moment and notice that all these arrangements that God made through Christ they are for us so that we can become like Jesus That's the whole idea. So that you and I can become like Jesus. So that we can become heirs of God. And joint heirs with Christ. As we are told in Romans 8, 17. And this is why the father purposed from the very beginning. That everyone that comes to Christ. Is to be conformed into his what? Image. Yes. It it is not a religious affair. It is not a ritual. You know, what people do, where they go, you know, and all of that. No. It is to produce Christ-like individuals on earth. And they are the ones that will populate the kingdom of God. Notice in verse 7, that what the son came to establish on the earth is a kingdom without end. A kingdom without end. Which is to be a kingdom of peace. You know? When you go to places where there is peace, people go out. Righteousness and peace. That's what the kingdom of God is about. People go, they don't lock their doors. You know? They they, they, they can even travel. They don't lock their doors. Why? Nobody's going to do any evil. So try and think about the kingdom of God, what it's really all about. The Apostle Paul had the revelation. He said, The kingdom of God is what? Righteousness and peace. And once there is righteousness and peace, what will follow? Joy. Everybody's happy. You know, joy all over the place. You know, because of the awesomeness of God's power on earth. And the Bible says in that same scripture that the zeal of the Lord of hosts will bring it about. This is the, what makes seemingly impossible things to become what? Possible. Yes. The zeal of the Lord of hosts. He will perform it. He will ensure that what our Lord Jesus Christ has come to do will come to pass. That final kingdom.
2: It will last forever. Can somebody say amen to that?
0: But let us um, take it a little back. You know. Because um, sometimes. The story of man, because you've heard it so many times, you know, sometimes when they're telling it, you don't listen anymore. Oh, yes, you don't listen anymore because you know it all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the Lord God said, let us make money now. But even in that, you may fail totally to understand the significance of that statement. Even though you and I have had it so many times. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 15, 20, but now Christ has been raised from the dead. The first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since death came through a man, the resurrection of the dead also comes through a man. For as in Adam, all without exception die. So also in Christ, all will be made alive. Now, there's something you and I need to notice. That Christ did not come
2: immediately after Adam fell. No, he didn't come. He waited for the
0: full extent of the failure of man to be revealed so that you and I can have clear example of what happens when you remove God from your life and start doing your own things. You know, it will be clear to you what will happen to you. It will be clear to you what will happen down the road. As should travel without God, without Christ. Genesis 6, 5 told it all. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth. And that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. You know, as a sincere believer. You know, doing your introspection, you know, what we call uh, uh, objective, subjective introspection. In other words, you are trying to, as much as possible, be dispassionate about judging yourself. And you wonder sometimes, where are all these crazy thoughts coming from? You know, a man told us his story. About his three-year-old son. He said that his bedtime was eight o'clock, but he likes to watch television. As soon as you put him to bed, he will be shouting, I wanna poo-poo!
2: Poo-poo! poo-poo!
0: So they bring him out, put him sit him on, put him on the pole, and we sit there watching television. <laughs> At the age of three, <laughs> at the age of three, you know, and then after he's sat there for some time, you bring him up. No, poopoo. Where did he get that type of imagination to figure out? I know what I will say to them and they'll bring me out. That's why the Bible says the imagination of his heart was what? Continually, you know, sometimes, sometimes crazy thoughts flush your mind and you're like, what type of madness is this? So the Bible is revealing that try and travel the world without Jesus Christ and you will see what will happen to you. The Holy Spirit began to dwell in man. When our Lord Jesus Christ breathed on his disciples. Because the purpose the purpose of redemption is to restore the indwelling presence of God in the heart of man. So that you can have communion. So that, so that you, are, you have the capacity to think the thoughts of God. When you are able to say to yourself, stop. Let God say what he will And we shall what? Do it. Yes. You know, that's where volition comes. I make my own decision. I said, Lord, here is my pen. Here is my paper. I will take a dictation. Whatever you want, that's what we are going to do. It may look like um, uh, something for the pious. Or something for the overtly religious. You are the ones who talk like that, pray like that. No. This is the working formula for every soul. To say to him, I don't have the capacity, I do not have the capacity to make my own decisions. And there's a reason for it. I cannot see the future now. Absolutely. I don't have the capacity to make my own decisions. I don't know the consequences of the decisions. So I must take directives from you. And what I say to believers is if God, you know, I have an opportunity to go either right or left. And I'm inclined to go left because it appears a a more appealing and, and with better prospects. And God says, go right. And I turn right. And all I'm facing are challenges and obstacles. But do you know what faith says to me? The God who has seen that obstacle before you started on that road, He knows you need to pass through them. Absolutely. That's what faith is about. You know, So I don't have to worry. I don't have to panic. I'll just say, lead me one day at a time. Yes. And we'll get through it. And we'll have the experience. And we'll have the maturity. And we'll have the knowledge of God needed to travel the rest of my life. Jesus breathes on them. Receive the Holy Spirit. Because without him, without the Holy Spirit, life for the believer is impossible. He said, peace be unto you. My father had sent me. Even so send I you. How did the father send him? The Holy Spirit came down. He came down to give birth to him. He came down to empower him for ministry. He breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. Whosoever, your spiritual authority, whosoever sins you remit, they are remitted unto them. And whosoever sins you retain, they are retained. Awesome. So that you and I can begin to realize that there is something Jesus came to do, and that is to restore the God nature in you and me. You know? the psalmist said in psalm 80 to say you are gods and all of you are children of the most high God. Yes. Yes. And then Jesus came to defeat the final enemy which is death and decay and aging in order to impart immortality to the
2: human body. You know? I realized I was
0: getting old many years ago. Oh yes, not now, many years ago. <laughs> I'm sure it's over 15 years. I was late to a conference, you know, and I came out of, it was it was in Budapest. I came out of the train and I was rushing, you know, walking very fast, walking very fast, you know, to catch the conference. Before I got to the door of the auditorium, all oh, my body was paining me.
2: <laughs> I said, Look at you, this is something I will do uh,
0: normally. I had to stop, you know, and, and reg- for a long time I didn't enter again just to regain my, yes, uh, and the, let the pain subside. I said, Nah. <laughs> I think you're getting a. You know, it's amazing. It's amazing. This aging, you know, a man said to me the other day, Are you preparing for old age? (laughs) He said to me, Old age took me unawares. You know, yes, and the old age can take, I understand what he was saying, because you're going, you're going, you're going, you're going, you're going, you're going, and suddenly, you can't go again. Mm. He didn't come uh, gradually, no, because I, I know him, I, I knew he was this, he was that, he was going all over the place. Now, he can't even take a walk.
2: And he was, he's only 88.
0: Yes. Yes. Ah, yes, yeah, so you have to put only now. <laughs> You know, you know, you put that only, you know, when when you are your thirties. When they say somebody is sixty, say, "Yay, yeah, this man is really." Uh, when you are sixty, when they say that eighty, it's okay. <laughs> you know, it's amazing. It's amazing. All this decay, and Jesus came so that we can have a body. And then we can keep going and going and going endlessly. You know, that is the eternal, immortal body that John was talking about when he said, brethren, now we are children of God. It does not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he appears, we shall be like him, exactly like him. The moment we see him as he is, all the frailties and weaknesses of our nature. We'll be subsumed totally. And we will become like him. Can somebody say amen to that? But let us leave all of that to go to what uh, the Apostle Paul declared in verse 25. He said he must reign. He must reign. He didn't say he may reign. He said he must reign. That's the purpose of his coming. He must reign. He must put down every principality, every rebellion, every wickedness. He must put everything down. He must subdue everything. Then come at the end. Okay? Verse 24 says, When he shall have delivered up the kingdom to God, even the Father, when he shall have put down all rule and all authority and power. Verse 25. For he must reign till he had put all enemies under his feet. And the last enemy that shall be destroyed is what? Is death. Is death. Now, let us try and follow this carefully. This second Adam came to fulfill the assignment. That the first Adam failed to fulfill. And this is the assignment. Like I was talking about. Let us make man in our own image. And let the man have what? Dominion. Yes. Created to rule. You know. And many people are just seeing it. In the partial prism of existential living. You know. No. It's more than that. You know. It is authority to put everything and subjugate everything under the authority of Christ. So the first Adam was born to rule. The second Adam was also born to rule. But the second Adam revealed that the way to rule, that is it. See, because a lot of people say talk about dominion, dominion, dominion. I said, what is? How how do we rule? How do we rule? Is this just declaring that we have to rule? No, it doesn't work like that. You see, if anybody tells you it works like that, then they don't understand it. It does not work like that.
2: How did he rule? It is by doing the will of God. That's it. He obtained full control. An authority over all things, including death, including
0: death, he fully and completely submitted to the Lord God Almighty in all things. That's how to rule. That's how to rule. You don't rule by macho. You don't rule by multiple declarations. You rule by submission. To the divine will and authority. That's how we we understand the, the life and the spirit. Because you see, when you follow, when you follow the path of the divine will, you make a discovery. And what is the discovery? That everything you need along that path is provided. Oh yes, that's the discovery. Everything you need along that path and that's why, you see, when you understand that, you, you, you learn to pray in faith by saying, Lord, I didn't start on this road by myself. What that means is that whatever is facing me now, you what? You know, oh, yes, and you have a solution. So let your solution be manifest. It's your solution. You, you learn what we call the simplicity of faith when you are walking in the divine will. No matter what it is. And that's why you see, you see, uh, 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 um, um, you hear some testimonies. I, 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 I went to, 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 to this, such and such a place, and, and I almost fell into the ditch. But God delivered me. I said, hallelujah. And the Holy Spirit whispers, but how did you get there? Eh, how did you get there? Is God, is God trying to train you on how to fall into the ditch? No, how did you get there? So he says to me, that testimony is great, but it's one step late. Oh, yes, it's one step late. You know, God doesn't, God doesn't create calamities. And that's why, that's why sometimes when things happen to me, I say, I must have missed a turn. I must have have failed to to, to take an instruction. See, the only time, I've told you this before, the only time, you know, you can say that evil was ordered by God is when it is vicarious. You know what vicarious sacrifice is? Yes, it is destined to reveal the glory of God. So, the preacher says, John chapter 9, why is this man born blind? He said, no, his father didn't see, no. His mother didn't see, no. But this is blindness, is to reveal the... And then somebody is sick. He said, my sickness is to reveal... Did they tell you that? <laughs> he said, he must rule. He will defeat every enemy. And when you realize that, you know, ah. What is happening to my body? Hey, hey, hey. That's not the way you are meant to be. yeah, Correct yourself immediately. The power of God comes on you. It's amazing how simple faith can be. When you understand that Jesus came to rule and subdue everything. Everything. You don't need anybody to lay hands on you. Sometimes you do. But a lot of times, if you have to need somebody to lay hands on you, to, to do this and the other, you will permanently live in their house then. Given the type of challenges we all have uh, every day. Every day. But everyone must grow so that Jesus may be manifest in our lives and through us. By doing the will of God. Our Lord Jesus Christ obtained full control and authority over his own life. You know, had he what he said in John chapter 10. You know, my father. I know my father. My father knows me. You know, that is a knowledge of God that is deep and intimate and personal. I and God, we know each other. And Jesus said, because of that, I lay down my life. Okay. And I've lay, I lay it down so that I may do what? Take it up again. Say, nobody, nobody takes my life from me. Nobody takes my life from me. He said, I lay it down by myself, and I take it up again. And then he tells us where that came from. He said, this is the commandment I received from who? From the Father. You see, this is what I received from the Father. What does that say to you and I? When a man, when a person, totally submits to the will of God. When a person's greatest passion is to please God in their lives, there are privileges that come with it. That's what Jesus was revealing to us. There are privileges that come with it. The devil cannot threaten you. Jesus said, they cannot threaten me that they will kill me. No, they cannot threaten me. Because I have gotten power from God to put my life down and then do what? Pick it up again. Nobody takes it from me. This is the revelation. You see, when, when they're saying do the will of God, some people think, ah, this will of God, uh, there are so many things I want to do. You, 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 you look at that side of it, but you don't look at the privileges that come to those who do the will of God. that they can dare anyone and everyone because the God of all creation is with them. So that is the reality of this uh, 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 dominion and rulership. No People who are not controlled by God, they cannot rule now. They cannot rule. It's when you are controlled totally by God. It's when the spirit of God is revealing the mind of God to you and you're obedient and loyal. Ah, then all those privileges begin to manifest. There is no magic to it. And that is why the people that really have power and authority with God, you may not know them. Oh, yes, you may not know them. They, are not often, they may not be people who stand on the pulpit. No. There are people who whatever God wants them to do, they what? They do it. You know, some people, some people impact your life in a way they can't even tell themselves. A young lady came to me in church. I said, brother, maybe I've told you this story before. He had polio on one leg. And somehow he manages to do tailoring. He said, tailor. This nice looking lady came to me and said that this brother
2: came and proposed to marry her. So she said, when he, she got that proposal, she really cried. Yes, she, told, she said she really cried. She said, of all the people in this
0: church, why me? But she told me something I never forgot. She said she went and talked to God. And God said to her, marry him.
2: She married him. Ah, there are not many like that.
0: There are not many like that. So don't be surprised if she lifts up her hand to heaven. Heaven endorses her. There are not many like that. It's not cheap. It is not cheap. That's how you learn lessons from people. You know. I don't know where she is now. But, but I know that God is taking care of her. The Bible says that Jesus has come to Put down every rebellion in the heart of man. Every
2: rebellion in the world.
0: Then comes the end. When he hands over the kingdom to God. This verse speaks to us. Verse 24. Of the approaching end. Okay. And here is what will take place. The kingdom of God that dwells in man. It will raise men and women. Who are kings and priests unto God. You know, there's so much wrong with our Christianity. There are people in church, they don't, they, they don't even know what it means. They've never even heard it before. Kings and priests. Or if they heard it, it's just something to hear. How can a man be a king and a priest? He doesn't know what it means to be a king. He does not know what it means to be a priest. But he's in church. He's in church. And, and, and men are setting agendas for them and are running with it all over the place. But the agenda of God is unknown to them. That is the tragedy of religion. That is the tragedy of religion. He doesn't know what it means. What is expected of a king and a priest unto God made by Christ. The kingdom of God that dwells in man, it will raise men and women who are kings and priests unto God. These are the people of the kingdom that our Lord Jesus Christ will hand over to God at the very end. Men and women who learned in their lives to be kings and what? Priests unto God. They are the ones that Jesus will hand over to God in the end. We, his saints, are the people with eternal bodies that will reign with him forever and ever. As we are told in Revelation 26, blessed and holy is he who has part in the first resurrection. Over such, the second death has no power, but they shall be priests of God and of Christ, and they shall reign with him A thousand years. A thousand years. Now, after the millennial reign of Christ, all rebellion will be subdued. And the everlasting reign of Christ will begin. Millennial reign is one thing. The everlasting reign is another. The everlasting reign of Christ will begin as the new heaven and the new earth, populated by Christ-like souls. They will live eternally doing the will of God. You see, you are not used to doing the will of God on earth. You'll be very, if you ever get to heaven, you'll be very uncomfortable. You'll be very uncomfortable. Because you're not used to automatic, instinctive obedience of God in your life.
2: But now, listen to this.
0: He must reign till he puts all enemies in subjection important question for you and me is this. How would he acquire, you see, the anointing to subdue all enemies, no matter who or what they are?
2: How? How?
0: Because, you see, Isaiah said, the zeal of the Lord will what? Will perform it. And that zeal of the Lord is synonymous with the anointing. With without that outpouring, nothing is going to happen. I tell people, I say, you know, every time I say to God, you know and I know, <laughs> that without the anointing, it's not going to work. Because you see, try and do something by yourself, okay? And then see the anointing come down. Ah, the difference is, uh, oh, yes, I've been there before. I've been there before, you know. In a mini revival, come and see the willingness of the people, you know. It's unbelievable. Come and see their capacity for sacrifice, you know. Unsolicited sacrifice. It will be like, uh, like, uh, what the Bible says that uh, Moses said, uh, uh, um, bring an offering to build uh, the tabernacle in the wilderness. And then Bezaleel and Aholab, they came and said, Moses, please tell the people to what? Stop. Hey, <laughs> even if we are building two tabernacles, we will not finish what they have brought. And every morning they are still uh, bringing. Oh, yes. That's the anointing. Because Moses said, the people who are going to bring this offering, they are the people that God has made what? Willing, willing, whosoever is of a willing heart. The people that God motivated, when you see God motivate people, they are so eager, they are so hungry to do the will of God, to prosper the kingdom of God, to do whatever is necessary to reveal the glory of God. Whatever they need to do, they will do. Okay? Our Lord Jesus did not come to do the will of God with a personal agenda. Be careful now, you and I. We need to be careful, you know. Verse 28 says, When all things are subjected to him, then the son himself will also be subjected to to the one who put all things in subjection under him. So that God alone will be what? All in all. Jesus didn't come. You know, some people go out there. Okay. And then you say, okay, I'm doing, building the kingdom of God. Then you see what God is doing. You know? This is what happened to the 70, 70s revival. You know? People were being saved genuinely, repenting genuinely, loving the Lord genuinely, when the thing grew. They converted it to a personal agenda. That is it? Everybody started building their own uh, empire. Yes, that's what happened. And of course, and of course, what happened to the fire? Everything went out. Everything went out. All we have now is religion. Oh, yes. You know, you have to be careful. You see, it's, it's like what the Bible is telling us is that our Lord Jesus Christ, he, he, he saw a gospel that has gone around the world, sold from every nation. But he didn't turn around and say, I'll now sit on top of uh, everything and convert the whole thing to me. He said, no, no, no hidden agenda. When everything is completed, he will now go back to God and say, Oh, Lord God Almighty. There they are. (laughs) The whole kingdom that I have suffered. I have bled. I have died. The whole
2: kingdom. No hidden
0: agenda. There are so many people, you know. They have hidden agendas. Oh, yes. They have hidden agendas. You are working with them, but you don't know that they have something else. Uh, in my, oh, yes, so. Oh, yes, so. You know. A man came to church in America. A church I go to I, I go to in America. Said to the pastor, I hear you are in debt. Say yes. What can get you out of debt? How much are you in debt? The three million dollars. Oh, yeah, that's easy. I write you a check, and it will be over. Hey, but pastor, you know what?
2: I'm going to preach anytime I like. <laughs> the pastor said, I would rather be in debt. <laughs> oh, so have all kinds of agenda. He did agenda.
0: Look around the world. Many ministries are like family business. You know, father must hand over to, well, even if, even if there's a man there, that the Holy Spirit anointing is dripping down like water. No, no. He's not a member of my family. Why? Why? Because it's a business. You know, it's a business. You must transfer it from father to son. Even one man, one man, a uh, 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 um, um, full gospel businessman. It happened to us, you know. The man died. There was a son who was in full gospel, but unfortunately, he died too. But his son, that was not in the full gospel, then took over full gospel. Oh yes, okay. As as if that is not bad uh, bad enough, he he didn't have a son, so he now said that full gospel must be controlled also by women. (laughs) Full gospel, business, men's fellowship. But then the head is (laughs) a hell. Because it's a family business. It's a family business. You know? All kinds of things you've seen in the world. And, 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 you see, the, 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 the thing about God is that you can continue to do what you like you know, but he will still do what he will. Oh, yes. He will let you continue. If you never realize the foolishness of what you are doing in your lifetime, that's a tragedy. When you get to heaven, you look back. There is no no evidence of whatever you did. Yes. You see, a lot of people don't realize that God is too big for man to to try to... man. eh, eh, He knows everything. He knows everything. And that's why, you see, we need to teach people the gospel of the kingdom of God, not the gospel of the kingdom of men. The gospel of the kingdom of God. You know, I always have to remind myself don't forget, Jesus died for this thing. You know, it's not cheap, it didn't come free. God became a man. Did you, know, did you know that Jesus will never return to being the living world? He will remain the son of man and the son of God. And it's just because of you and I. So it's important to, to, to appreciate why he's reigning. He's reigning because he told us himself, I came down from heaven. Not To do my own will. But what? The will of him that sent me. That's why he had the anointing. To subdue all things. That's why he had the anointing. To subdue all things. And so you and I. You see. The greatest uh, 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 blessing you can give yourself. Is to sit down quietly. And tell yourself the what. The truth, yes. You know, tell yourself the truth. You know, and say, hey, you see, all of these things, you can only deceive men. You can only deceive men. Nobody deceives God because he sees uh, the heart. Yes. You know, a lot of people look the part. They look the part. Okay. They act the part.
2: You know, but are they depart? That's the question.
0: Samuel went to the house of Jesse. He saw a liar. He looked depart. Oh, yes. This man has the stature of uh, royalty. Yes, he has the carriage. He has the dignity. He has everything. And Samuel said, well, my job is uh, easy. The anointed of the Lord is before him. God said, not so fast, Samuel. At your age and experience, you should know better. I, the Lord, look at the... Yes! Something you cannot see. Something you cannot see. I see it. I look at the heart. I know what all their motives are. I know all their games. I know, I know everything. And so to bring this together, let us... Uh, uh, um, uh, um, take on that challenge it's not just about his reigning i must reign with him you see the fact that i know that jesus must reign is good but if i don't know that i must reign with him then it's my loss then it's my loss Because if I'm not reigning with him, if I'm not reigning over my situations and circumstances, if I'm not terrified and petrified by the world and the devil, then it's my fault. Because I need to have found out for myself, okay, how he reigned himself. Because it's the same way he reigned, that's the same way I must reign. But he must reign. The Bible says, until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. But God has put all things in subjection under his feet. So when he says he's reigning, don't forget. But God has put all things under his feet. So he's reigning, but God is the one providing the power for all things to be subject to him. And that's the same way it must work for you and I. If I'm going to reign all over my world, I must depend entirely on God to provide the anointing to subdue all things.
2: So how can we begin
0: to reign in life? It is by living our lives daily like our Lord Jesus Christ and putting all things in our lives Under subjection to God and his Christ. That's where the will comes. That's why you and I come in. You must decide. You must decide that I will live life the way God says. Not the way I want. I must
2: live life the way God says. Let us burn up then. Set
0: ablaze all our hidden agendas and seek the glory of God in all things. Never personal glory. You know, I, I tell you this story of uh, what Paul Genod told us at our Square Convention. He says a, a, a preacher, a, you know, you, you invite a preacher and he's coming and then people come to collect his bag and Bible and he's like, you know, I carry my own uh, yeah. ah, this preacher is very, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you are not used to this type of preacher, very humble man. Then you go to another church. You go to another church. Nobody comes to carry your bag. These people don't know that I'm a
2: man of God. <laughs> so which one shall we take? <laughs> okay, so, so where he goes and says,
0: They say he's humble. But is he humble? No, he's not. Oh. He's just making a show. <laughs> he's just making a show. Because where you don't come to carry his bag, that's when he gets offended. Uh-uh. hey. So they don't know I'm a... Eh? That's what tells you that this heart, this heart of man, what did the Bible say about it? Very deceitful. Very deceitful. And if you are not careful, you yourself will be deceived. You know, deceived. People come to church with all kinds of agenda. And the preachers are not helping matters. Preachers are not helping matters. Okay? So, if you came here in um, foot run you came. Next time you come, you will come on uh, Okada. If you came on Okada this time, next time you come, you will come in sokinsaw. Okay, come in sokinsaw. Okay, if you if you if you came in sokinsaw this time, next time around you will come in Camry. Praise the Lord! Oh. I know y'all, you, don't, you don't. I don't think you people believe this message. <laughs> because he said thunderous hallelujah preachers don't help matters as if the kingdom of god is to just to satisfy your material desires no it's a, it's a tragedy that's not why jesus came jesus came to turn sinners into what saints yes that's why he came and that's no mean job. That is no mean job. To turn a sinner into a saint. Ah, that's no mean job. Because everywhere he goes, his choices must be holy. His choices must be godly. His choices must be in the will of God. That's no cheap thing to do. That's why you see, you see, many places, you know, uh, 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 a man told us he did, he did, um, Uh, um, uh, crusade in uh, Ebado. I told you the story before, maybe. And then there were 500 converts. 500 converts. And on the first follow-up visit, he said, there will be food. There will be food. So 500 people turned up. Then he said, there will be food. Next uh, follow-up visit, 500 people then the third one, no more food. The fourth one, half of them came. <laughs> Maybe they will change their mind. He said by the eight or nine follow-up visits, only forty applicants were left. All the other people have. Uh... Yes, I said, but it's in the Bible. Jesus uh, threw a lunch for for five thousand men, not counting women and children. The next day, the whole village was looking for him. There's a place where a man gives a free lunch. Yes. When we preach that type of gospel, you will see what will happen. You have a lot of people, but their interest is not the kingdom of God. No. Their interest is how their lives will be better. There's nothing wrong with our lives being better. But that's not why Jesus came. That's not why Jesus came and to, to, to forget one, they are raising people who don't belong to the kingdom of God. Their loyalty is not to God. The will of God is not being done in their lives. God cannot send them an assignment. Then what is the purpose of the whole thing?
2: What is the purpose of the whole thing?
0: You know, in those days, when um, Babangida was in power, we had all kinds of testimonies. You know? People will come, and they will say that um, God told them they must go and see uh, Babangita and give him a message, a message. So the man said he got to the door of Dodan Barracks. It was Dodan Barracks in those days. He got there. And they said, what do you want to say? I want to give a message to the head of state. He said, are you mad? Are you mad? My friend, if you don't disappear, from here, from now, we'll just fire you. So he stayed there and continued say, I, I, I have a message from God I must give to him. So one general drove up. So what is the commotion? He said, look at this man. He said he, want, he has a message from God for the head of state. Which man? He said, this man. He said, oh yeah, jump into the car. They carried him inside and took him to the head of state. He tells you that if God sends you on a mission, he knows what to do. To get you to where you're going, you know. But these days, so if they want to see the head of state, it's because they need a contract, not to give him a message. Uh, yes, not to give him a message from God, you know. It's it, it's to it's to, it's to get a, something for their for their own uh, material advantage. This is, this is what has messed up the whole thing. Let us return to the original gospel where people's primary concern is the kingdom of God and his what? Righteousness. To see men and women who will be kings and priests unto God being raised in your generation. So that when it is all over, you know, there'll be one of the people Jesus will be presenting before God. Our Lord Jesus indicted religious leaders of his time. He said, look at you you know, you seek honor from uh, one another. Have you been to those meetings? You know, um, some of them is, uh, uh, they would spend about 10 minutes telling you about their wives. I've been to one, they're talking about one woman. They say she's such a wonderful wife. I was looking at the woman they're talking about. Come just... You know, she was just looking so glum. You know, I said, child, why don't you spare yourself this type of uh, embarrassment? Yes. It doesn't They're talking about their wife or talking about themselves. Or, you and I don't matter. You better, better wake up to that reality. We don't matter. You know, you know, the person we have come for is the kingdom of God as revealed by his son. And we are to promote him in the lives of men and women so that they will love him. They will serve him. They will be loyal to him. So you don't need to be there for them to be faithful to their God. No, you have introduced them to the God you serve. I learned a lesson. As I bring this to a close, I learned a very important lesson. I may have told you this story before. It was in 1973. You know, the, the, the leader of the Tuesday Fellowship that brought Pentecostalism to the UI campus, he was living, you know. And after he left, that's when I got that laying on of hands and ordination and prophetic pronouncements. Yes, it was from him. Then when he now left, all of the us that he made, uh, you know, like college of elders, you know, were ministering together. But all of a sudden, some people hijacked the whole thing. You will not uh, like the other man was, the man was doing when he was leading us, he would be giving everybody opportunity to exercise their faith and their gift. So I developed overnight a critical spirit. Honestly, if I'm sitting down listening to someone, I will say even the reference is wrong, Gesine. He's he's quoting the wrong passage. You 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 know, that is what all I'm doing in the church. You know, I'm sitting there, but I'm just analyzing. I'm finding. Uh, yes, yeah, so that's all I'm doing there. You know, you know how the Holy Spirit is? He tapped me on the shoulder. I want to ask you a question. He said, can you bear to be ignored?
2: I woke up. What is all that critical
0: spirit? Because I was being ignored. Yes. If they were calling me to I wouldn't be judging them. <laughs> you
2: know, that's how the Holy Spirit
0: trains us. You know, He brings you into a situation so that you can learn a lesson of life. You know, and, and let people be and, and, and do whatever they can, the way they have learned, the way, and then just watch. You know, that's why uh, when I got to Foursquare, in 1979, I was already preaching conferences before I came to First Square in 1979. But I just kept quietly in the church, you know? You know, in church, they don't, they don't go to church with CV. I was an acting pastor in Yaba Church. One man came to me and he brought a letter. He said, "Them, this is the, from the general overseer of this, you know, I've come here so I can be a prophet and a pastor. I Say ah. And this is the CV eh? and the letter of the you say, yes, it's okay. How we do here? When you join the church, you start from new uh, believers class. <laughs> and after that you join the uh, discipleship class. when you pass the set exam, then you join a membership, you know. Before we know what, what gift and talent uh, you have, he didn't come back. <laughs> but anyway, my, my experience, I, I, I was there. And, and one day, that, that our pastor, Reverend Boyd, he had the habit of shaking people as they leave the church. You know, you go and stand there. And anybody, everybody that comes, you give them a handshake. And as I was leaving, he shook my hand and said, ah, you, I hear you can preach. Preach next Sunday. That is it too. After I preached next Sunday, wow, the committee came down. The man is not even a member yet. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the man is not even a member yet. Eh? Eh? Hmm. And then to make matters worse, he took me to the National Leaders Retreat. I preached there too. (laughs) Then he took me to the convention. I preached there too. You know, So, 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 nobody carries CV around. No. You let God point you out. That's how we follow God. We let God point you out. You know? Even if you have to say that, then that's what he wants. Because, you see, if he wants, otherwise he can do it. He can do it. Whatever. You know? So, let us, let us, this whole thing is about learning to follow God. Learning to follow God.
2: Apostle Paul, you know,
0: let me, let me just read you this text as a conclusion. 2 Corinthians 4, 1 to 7. It says, therefore, since God in his mercy has given us this new way, we never give up. We reject all shameful deeds and underhanded methods. We don't try to trick anyone or distort the word of God. We tell the truth before God. And all who are honest, they know this. If the good news we preach is hidden behind a veil, it is hidden only from people who are perishing. Satan, who is the God of this world, has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. They are unable to see the glorious light of the good news. They don't understand this message about the glory of Christ. Who is the exact likeness
2: of God? Verse 5. You see,
0: we don't go around preaching about ourselves. We preach that Jesus Christ is Lord. And we ourselves are your servants for Jesus' sake. For God who said let there be light in the darkness he has made this light shine in our hearts so we could know the glory of God that is seen in the face of Jesus Christ We now have this light shining in our hearts but we ourselves are like fragile clay jars containing this great treasure this makes it abundantly clear that our great power is from God not from ourselves can somebody say amen to that? You and I must reign. They didn't call us here for principalities and powers to be oppressing us. No. Jesus came so that you and I can be bold. You know? Not that you will go somewhere. They say one witch is, uh, is doing something and you're panicking. Panicking? Absolutely not. Because he must subdue mm. And he can only do it through me. Can only do it through me. As I declare, you know, I told you before that I preached on television and I said, Christianity is a power, tussle, power versus power. Try your own, try your own. A girl called the church and said, When you said that, my father went into the room and came out in his regalia. He said, I didn't even know he belonged to anything. He came out in his regalia and sat on the front of the television and he was firing (laughs)
2: That is it. That is it.
0: He must subdue all things. No matter who you are. No matter where you go. No matter where you go. And that's why you don't make noise. People threaten you. You don't make noise. You only go into your closet and say, what should I do to this thing they've done? They will tell you. Sometimes they tell you, die ignorant, leave them. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Such is the awesomeness of your calling in Christ and you will retain it. You will retain it as yours. You and I live like Jesus. No, I came down from heaven. Not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. Stand up, let us pray. Stand up, let us pray.
2: Stand up, let us pray. You are God,
0: Elohim, ancient of day.
1: Rain, rain There is none like you, Lord
0: In shades of days, rain, rain I want you to enter into that. He wants you to rain. But it's only as far as much as it's reigning in you. Say, Lord Jesus, reign in me. Reign in me. Reign in me that I may reign in my world. Reign in me. Help me to purge myself of all underhanded ways. Amen. Ancient of days Rain. 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 take a moment and say to him Lord Jesus the desire of my heart is to reign with you show me how to surrender everything to your control show me teach me how to be obedient to you in all things Help me to get rid of every agenda. Every agenda of man. Every agenda of devils. Help me to get rid of them. So that you can reign through me. You can reign through me. Lord, I provide you a vessel to reign through. As I obey you, come and abide with me as you promised said, if you hear my word, if you receive my word and do it, my father will come and dwell with you. I and my father will come and dwell with you. And from then on, you'll continue and begin and continue to reign everywhere you go. The reign of the conquering Messiah is about how he's going to reign through your life and through my life until he appears to subdue all things you and I must hold the fourth we must reign we must subdue all things as we go along we must ask the Holy Spirit to release the anointing upon us to subdue all things that's the way it works the zeal of the Lord will perform it Ask God to remove from you anything that will hinder you. Anything that will hinder you. Lord, remove from me anything and everything that will hinder me. Draw me near. him. Communion him. All hail